the most action-packed content from the top mobile experts. This is the App Masters Podcast with Steve P. Young. Want to double your downloads using ASO? Check out appmastersacademy.com to discover our exact ASO strategies to grow your downloads. That's appmastersacademy.com. We all have developer horror stories from language barriers to bad code to developing on time. That's why I recommend using b7dev.com. They're affordable, fast, and more importantly, trustworthy. Go to b7dev.com. What is up, App Nation? It is Steve P. Young. Happy New Year. 2021 is upon us. I'm so grateful to have you guys in here. We started this on a whim in April of 2020, and we're still doing it. And I got to tell you guys, it is one of the things I look forward to the most. And today we wanted to do something a little different. You know, 2020 was a crazy year, obviously, but we wanted to celebrate people in the audience, in the community, in the App Masters community, and what they've been able to achieve. So I brought on three different people, and we're going to share all their success stories. You're going to learn about how they were able to do it and then get some valuable tips along the way. We got PR, we got ASO, Quora, and obviously a lot of conversion rate optimization. So you're in store. We will answer any of your questions. So make sure you hit those comments. And I do want to say hi to a few people as well. You guys showed up early. I I should take some more time off, you know, taking two weeks off. And I'm like, well, people are showing up early. So I should take some more time off. We've got drink drama. What's happening, my friend? We got Archit. Joe, good to always see you. Abinagiv, hello. Nilay, is that your brother? Yeah. All right, cool. <laughs> Getting the whole family. Where's your mom and dad? Got to get them on too. Yeah. And then we got Matthew is here. Recently finished the iOS version of my app. Now I just need a Mac. All right, Matthew. I know it's one of those things I bought an app too or a Mac. Hey, Steve, Steve Majors. Isn't Steve Majors the bionic man? I don't know. Area 360, how's it going? Adolfo, how's it going, man? All right. Well, kicking it off is going to be somebody who was on earlier where we talked about his success story. And Rudy, it's you're one of my favorite success stories. Okay. Not to take anything away from Neely and Bianca, but from 2020, because... You know, you correct me if I'm wrong, but when we were talking, you're like, you know, it's just an app. I just kind of build it. You're kind of just like whatever about it. And then we did some optimizations like, and then you, I get emails from you all the time. Steve, I did this. I did that. (laughs) You know, the excitement level just increased. And that's why I love it so much. Yes. uh, I'm one of my best success stories of 2022. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Well, we, if those who aren't familiar, why don't you tell us a little about the app and then you put that t- together, everything. Thank you for being so open and honest with, you know, some of your numbers here. Yes, uh, I did that uh, document yesterday as a part of preparation for, for this call. Uh, basically, since the 2020 is over, uh, I wanted to make sure that uh, the numbers are correct this time because uh, when, when we did the first... Uh, video it was basically a rough estimation uh you you said in the title 17x uh, as the 2020 is over i've redo the math and actually you can change the title to 92x uh, 92 wow 
<laughs> yeah, as as you said, uh, this application was basically um, I I learned the the Swift UI uh, on it, and uh, I wasn't thinking too much about it. Uh, I had like uh, as as you can see from the screen, or mm -hmm. I don't know if if you are sharing this <laughs> or not. Uh, basically, from the first of January till seventeenth uh, of July. Uh, I, I, I had just just one uh, one in-app purchase uh, for uh, ninety-nine cents. Users could remove the banner, which basically you would have to extra search for it because it was basically invisible. I would say mm -hmm. uh, you could swipe it away, and uh, it was not obtrusive at all. You suggested uh, as a part of the, of the uh, weekly Friday. Uh, podcasts where you optimize the application, I should add two more. Uh, yeah. Well, let's take a second here, Rudy. So you put some numbers together. It looks like roughly from when you first launched the app and it was for 199 days, you're getting, you made $106 in total, right? Is that what yes. the numbers say? Okay. Uh, for, for the 199 days. For the 199 days from January 1st to July 17th of 2020. Yep. So okay. basically, fifty-three cents uh, per day. But it looks like you're optimizing it pretty well, and you're getting more and more downloads around this time frame. I don't know what the dates are here. Oh, okay, January. So around the March area, you're getting an up increase in downloads. March, April, May. Uh, I I would probably say that there are some. Uh, exams in the us or whatever yeah. from from the math and uh students practically uh needed some geometry help more than more than uh the months before uh so it was a kind of spike as you said uh i did some asos uh mostly based on your podcasts uh and i could see they are working mm. uh as as we approach the July, of course, uh, the summer holidays, uh, the interest in in education applications is not so high. Mm -hmm. uh, but I I wanted to, to show and and uh, provide the the real numbers uh, because what we did in the in the video were basically just estimations, right? Yeah. Um, then yeah, on the eighteenth of July, uh, I've published. Uh, the new changes that you proposed basically uh, give users a uh, possibility to choose from in-app purchases. Uh, obviously, I raised the prices uh, <laughs> because uh, this, this way users would uh, think that this application provides more value, I would say, probably. Mm -hmm. uh, it's one of the sales tricks. Uh, and also, I've, I've said the unlock all shapes and the third unlock all shapes plus remove ads uh, in a purchase to the same price, which basically should tell users uh, why why just go for one thing if you can have two things for the same price, right? Right. Uh, and therefore, they would basically ignore the the remove ads in a. Right. Uh, so I mean, I have a visual from last time we put this together. That kind of states this just so people can see, but it went from one pricing option to three. And I'll just jump in a little quick, Rudy. What we were talking about too, just to give you guys some insight is that there's value here, right? And by having just this, and let me go back to this real quick, but here it's like, 
either buy or get out, right? And here's there's value. You can either remove ads or you can unlock shapes or you can do both for just one price. And that's what we're trying to show with Rudy's app because people are emotional buyers, right? And so you want to find, you want to make it easy for users to find where the value is. And obviously we want people to buy the full version. All right, go ahead, Rudy, sorry. Uh, no problem. Uh, sorry about my phone. <laughs> obviously so somebody tried to call me now. Like, hey, I see you on YouTube, man. This is so great. <laughs> it is. Uh, <laughs> maybe they just wanted to greet somebody, or I don't know. Uh, what What is more important, uh, in my perspective, is not only introducing three uh, uh, in-app options, but uh, basically showing the in-app page right after the first start. Because uh, one of those emails I sent you uh with, with my updates was that i accidentally removed that feature from from my build and uh i instantly saw like a 60 to 70 percentage drop in in the in revenue basically uh so this was a huge eye opener for me uh mm -hmm. that basically users want to buy it but you really have to slap them in the face with with, with an offer basically because uh normally they would not probably search for it I, I don't know why but it simply works show show your users uh the possibility of upgrading your app straight away yeah and thank you for putting these numbers so you after the optimization you made 268 dollars in 19 days so about 14 dollars per average and even though you kind of put this year even the downloads we're down 60%, sales were up 28% just from that minor change. Uh, 20, 28X basically, because uh, before I, I was earning uh, 53 cents a day uh, and it jumped to, to 14 a day just by introducing uh, possibilities of, of uh, in-app purchases and also showing, showing that number, uh, show, showing that page, sorry, uh, just after the start. So uh, that's so crazy. <laughs> and then, yeah. yeah, and then you know we did this, and I think this even took it up another level. We did the app advice. I rebranded. I said I don't call it free promotion. I just say app advice campaign. We did an app advice campaign where we got press for it. We drove a good amount of downloads, eight thousand downloads in four days. And you know what you saw, and what I typically see from this is you do see if you make one of your in-app purchases for free, and usually we have to do remove ads if you have ads. You do see a bump in other in-app purchases, and you saw the same exact thing too exactly yeah uh i mean the downloads uh, went went crazy uh and <laughs> a lot a lot of users i would say uh, also yeah. also uh opted to upgrade uh the application and and buy premium version basically of it so, so you uh, did 268 in the 19 days and then you did 231 in the four days when we ran the app advice campaign. And I know yeah. Rudy, you've run it be after that since then, because I've seen I, you on there, did, yeah. on there too. I mean, they, they have a policy that uh, you should not promote the same app uh, within three months. So yeah. I waited three months oh, and really? something. <laughs> I think it's one month. Try that, try that, Rudy. We, do, we, we usually just wait one month, but that's what I tell people. Like you can run it almost every other month. Like as long as it's not like too soon, I would say five, six weeks is a good time to oh, run okay. it again. Then maybe it's my policy or <laughs> <laughs>
No, I, I, I would not uh, like to spam users with that. Uh, because what, what I basically saw um, after, after the campaign runs mm -hmm. out, basically a few days, uh, there is really a low interest in, uh, in upgrading. Because mm -hmm. basically, after, after the campaign, I, I usually said the campaign that uh, not just one in up uh, is, is uh, free for free, but I also set the other two to be cheaper, right? Like fifty percent mm -hmm. off or whatever. And after the after the promotion is done, then obviously the prices goes go up to the previous levels. And uh, after every promotion, I see like uh, four to five days uh, where the revenue uh, is, drops down because the users see that the up the inner purchase was for i know dollar 99 and then it went 399 mm -hmm. so they are not so keen to buy it hey rudy we got a question from ram who says what's your ad revenue compared to your in-app purchases uh it's about 150 dollars a month uh, i use AdMob only uh, and and uh, only in the form of banners so no uh full screen ads or uh, I had I had an episode where where I was uh, I have locked shapes and and I thought to myself that okay maybe some users don't want to pay and they would love to uh, unlock the shape by watching yeah. watching the ad right but uh, when I implemented the rewarded ads basically users almost stop uh, upgrading to premium uh, they wanted to calculate one shape, so they unlock the uh, the ad. They they suffer twenty seconds or whatever you need for unlocking, and that was it basically. So uh, I remove it uh, in like four days <laughs> after introducing it. So is it fair to say that your in-app purchases revenues far outpace the ad revenue? Is that what it's okay? Cool. Exactly. I mean, what what I earn in three days on on in-app purchases, uh, this is my monthly revenue in ads. So, uh, ads, I I understand the ads on the iOS platform as really the obstruction to the user how to yeah. how to make them pay. Uh, it's not on Android. I would say uh, I would probably earn a lot more from ads than than from sales because Android users don't like to say goodbye to their money. Yeah. So something happened, the bump, there was a bump on August. Yes, uh, a few days after, after we ran uh, the apps gone free. Yeah. Uh, this was on 7th, I think, of August. Yeah. Uh, mm -hmm. Something happened on 19th or 20th. I don't know. You and I, we looked at this too. We're, I was thinking like there's some like, Asian thing happening in China or some, some websites being covered over there or something like that. Right? Yeah, I, I got yeah. huge coverage from, from Google. I mean, uh, yeah. so I don't know if search, Google search or something uh, did some magic, but basically the, that spike in downloads didn't uh, mean anything in, in sales. Mm -hmm. So, uh, And look at this. You're just crushing it. I love it. Okay. And then lastly, you you ran a, again, the app's gone free. You made even more this time, right? <laughs> uh, yes. It, but this this is uh, starting the, the second uh, app's gone free 
promotion mm -hmm. and uh, the statistics is up to the Christmas basically. Mm. Uh, and as you, as you can see, yes, uh, the sales spiked quite a lot. I would say I even had uh, days where it would reach over $120 per day. So wow, uh, I, was, I was finally thinking maybe I can stop working full time, but <laughs> it's awesome. probably. That's awesome, man. And then there's the Christmas time. Uh, I've I've uh, named it. We don't need no education. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we've seen this with other clients too, where it's like productivity related apps take a huge dip when it comes to the holidays. Uh, yeah, that's awesome. I mean, it's, it's slowly starting to climb up back. So. Uh, here so after overall you've made over eight thousand dollars forty nine dollars a day up from and this is about you're getting about thousand downloads a day that's crazy man and up from forty nine dollars a day all the way from 53 cents. 53 cents that's amazing man congrats on everything thank that you cool. and if, i mean it literally thank you <laughs> because <laughs> You were the one that uh, that chose my application for for this experiment, and uh, I will be forever glad because uh, it was an eye opener. Really, yeah, up up to this point, I I thought this is just my hobby, and uh, I was just putting it to my CV or whatever uh, when I was application applicating for another job. But mm -hmm. uh, this really could turn into something bigger and maybe self-employment or something like that that'd be awesome man that'd be awesome i mean i think it's a, that's why i love the, seeing the emails from you because it's just like man you know it's crazy this app that you were kind of like throwing away kind of just learning the ropes turned into this this money-making machine now it's just like you know you don't have to do anything right like it's minimal upkeep which i like and you're, you're making the money so i mean i mean i tend to push the updates like every second week or so and cool. and i tinker with with the aso a lot uh uh yeah i want to i want to uh, greet thomas from app radar my my subscription is almost over so <laughs> I, i'm waiting for the offer <laughs> <laughs> so bag Bagyesh said, AdMob has a limited app serving from first day of publishing game. It's been two months and ads are not served. Any advice? You have any advice for that? Like he's he's not getting any AdMob coverage. I, I actually seen this on my Android apps. Uh, once the, the user base dropped to a certain level, uh, I only see my own ads, basically, which is those uh, house campaigns or how it's called on the AdMob. Oh, cool. I don't know. Uh, I'm I'm not sure what to do with it. Uh, maybe can I cannot really speak for iOS application because only have, I have two, and the other one, uh, the currency converter, uh, is about 120, 150 downloads per week, mm -hmm. and I have I see some revenue from it, so uh, I don't know maybe. Maybe try some other uh, ad. Uh, hey, Rudy, provider. let me ask you this. Are you, is there a reason why you're not using like an, a MoPub and ad mediation? And you're just using AdMob? Is it just for simplicity's sake? Uh, basically, as a, I've, I've been doing Android like uh, since 2009. And the 
from the very early days, uh, there were problems with payments or minimal payout from, from those alternative uh, providers. So basically I, I stick with the AdMob. I use the, uh, I don't know, it's called exactly, when, when you basically show Facebook ads and uh, Unity ads through the AdMob, uh, mm -hmm. I don't know the word right now, uh, intermediation probably. Yeah, uh, I mean, AdMob pulls from other things, right? Yes, yes. Uh, and still the revenues were, I, I don't know, uh, very low. So, and as I said earlier, uh, I tend to think uh, of AdMob or banners uh, in general as, a, as an obstruction to the users so they would upgrade the app. So I don't really care that much uh, how much does it earn or if I could do better. Uh, simply, I don't find time to, to experiment with different ad providers and uh, at the same time, looking to through the policy privacy and updating uh, it for the Apple or Google Play Store because they tend to be very restrictive. If if you show the bad ad from from different provider and they will instantly ban you, like uh, you are showing, uh, I don't know, uh, meeting application for the children in, in game or whatever. So we banned your account. Uh, thank you very much. <laughs> Okay, so we got a question from Joe. What was the duration of your free downloads for Apps Gone Free? Uh, they only do one day promotion, but uh, I've said it for, uh, the first one was five days, mm -hmm. and the second one was uh, three days, I think. Uh, personally, I would not repeat the five days promotion because- uh, It's not worth it. I always say, just do it for two days, and that's enough. That's all you gotta do, and that's how I usually run it. Cool. Rudy, thank you so much for coming on and sharing all those numbers for putting together that document. If you guys want to check it out, if you're into geometry, I sucked at geometry. Okay. That was like my worst math subject, but it is called geometry solver. Just search for it in the app store. Rudy, if the audience wants to follow up with you and connect with you in any other way, do you want to send them anywhere else? Uh, either my homepage, uh, which is my surname, halmi.sk or, uh, yeah. I don't know. I'm on I'm on Twitter. I'm on Facebook. Uh, <laughs> I'll, I'll <be> <laughs> All right. Yeah, I'm I'm too old for uh, Instagram. So. Oh come on, Rudy. <laughs> we will link that up into the description after this YouTube live stream as well. And I'll, I'll right. get to some of these questions. But how did you choose your pricing? Why was two ninety nine not three ninety nine? I'd like to know the reason. Do we? You want to talk about that a little bit? Yeah, sure. Uh, basically, I. Did not. Uh, I don't. I don't like subscriptions mm -hmm. as, as a user, so I would not do that uh, to my users. Even even though it could probably bring some more cash or more revenue, uh, but I despise them. Uh, and I thought this is this is an utility which will be mostly used by students, so I would not uh, charge more than one beer or whatever <laughs> so, <laughs> i think the price is quite low yeah uh, it could be higher but uh yeah that's yeah. maybe i will do some experiment in the future but yeah and i'll say there's another question for the pricing 
there's not, we haven't seen a huge difference between 199 and 99 cents. We haven't done any tests with like 199 versus 299. But I know with when I had paid apps back in the day, we would actually make more money at 199, even though, you know, we get people paying like less people paying less conversions, but we made more money of the difference. Mm -hmm. I just don't think psychologically there's a huge difference. So I like the pricing that you currently have and it shows the benefits. So you could probably potentially try like 299, 299 and a 599 for all of it and see what happens there. But you know, for now you just have to AB test and just figure it out. Just as Rudy has been doing Rudy. Thank you so much, man. Congratulations. Yep, sure. Super happy for you. 2021 big things happening as well. So yeah, anything else thanks, you want to leave thanks with? Thanks for having me. Uh, <laughs> not much to add. I think I, I will po keep posting your updates. So please, maybe. <laughs> Dude, hit, keep getting sending those emails. I love getting them from you. All right. Yeah. All right. Thanks, Rudy. And then Thank we're going to bring on someone. Bianca, it is so good to finally see your real life face. Oh my God. Thank you so much for coming on. And we're going to talk about your parent co-parenting app called peaceful parent congrats on the launch the screenshots look amazing thank you so much thanks for having me on it's wonderful to actually talk to you <laughs> i feel the same way bianca so tell us a little bit about the app your inspiration for it uh so the app is a co-parenting communication tool so it keeps track of messages between co-parents um it's really helpful to minimize you know emails regular text message and phone calls and just use the app to keep track of those messages. It is tamper proof, court admissible. Mm. Um, it shows when the message was sent, when the message was seen. Um, but really what it set, what sets this app apart from the other co-parenting messaging apps out there is that um, the features inside the app give the user the ability to set boundaries around that communication. So, so really the why behind the app is that it can um, help to create peace, calm, harmony between the two co-parents so that there's more headspace to really be present with the kids and really to focus on the children. So that's kind of the why. I mean, I, I come at it from like my own personal experience. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, I think I heard a statistic out there that about like 30% of co-parenting situations are high conflict. And I found myself in a high conflict co-parenting situation. And so unfortunately, or fortunately, because really it led me to create this app. And I, this is what I hope is that it's going to change lives and create peace. So, um, yeah, I don't know how much time I have, but I'd love to talk a little bit more about some of the features inside the app that give, the user the ability to create those boundaries so. well i mean yeah please do and what i like about it because i've seen a, a few of these different apps is you're kind of talking to the parent i like to keep the peace element of it it makes it way more different than you know like talking about the features so I, I really love that first screenshot that you have yeah i was just listening to this this like ted talk this morning about like the why like and and really that's why i was like the why here is to create the peace you know and really mm -hmm bring the focus back to the children. And I really do think that that is the pain point between co-parents is that this escalating emotional messages and the exchanges. When I was doing the market research for this app, that's what I found. It was that there was mm -hmm. a lot of other co-parents that were really having a lot of difficulty communicating with each other. I mean, on Facebook, you would see screenshots of their communication of just like the nastiness, you know? Oh and so yeah. the, 
so this app is all about bringing the calm back and really helping to give the user a, the ability to set boundaries. So one of the features is just a limited characters in the text message. So 50 <laughs> characters or less. So like no more 50 page novels that you don't really need to hear about when you're, uh -huh. you, know, you just want to hear about the kids. Um, so that's one feature. Another feature is that you can set a waiting period between messages to really wow. help diffuse an emotional exchange. So like, and really think about what is it that you want to say to your co-parent? You know, you could set the waiting period for like 10, 15 minutes so that you can take a breath, think about what you want to say, and then maybe send that next message. So those are a couple of the features. There's some pre-written messages in there too for, um, you know, just that quick response of like typical topics that come up between co-parents that you can just send quickly and they can just like semi-customizable with time, date, location, child's name, that kind of thing. I'm, I'm really excited about it because I, I think, you know, my big success, I think was just launching. It was just like, get it out there yeah. um, and start getting some, some information from users so I can start making changes that'll make the app better. So well, a couple of things I want to ask you too. The one thing that I might just throw out there would be the fact that you have those features that you talked about, right? And making that maybe the third screenshot, because I mean, the first two are beautiful, right? I wouldn't change it featured. You got some social proof, but the easy, easy messaging part, it could be just more of what you just said, right? Like, Hey, we limit the time in between and we have a character limit so we try to keep your emotions at bay and things like that which make you stand out a lot more than all the other co-parenting apps too love it love the feedback yeah um, the, thank you so it's completely free right now right bianca it, it is it's completely free so that's like one of the things that i'm working on right now is adding subscription so we okay. we launched for free we launched in november of 2020 so it hasn't been out there that long um and so we'll be adding subscriptions in this month and I'm actually working with Haim from B7 Dev. Okay, cool. Yeah, I know so, there's a question in the comments. I'm looking at all the comments, don't worry. And yeah, I do recommend Haim from B7 Dev as well. Let's check them out. They are affordable. Okay. Yeah. The other thing I want to move on to, Bianca, is that you're able to land a lot of media coverage, especially around the area that you are. You're in Denver, right? Yeah, just north of Denver in this okay. small town called Loveland. And it's like population 77,000 people. Yeah. Um, <laughs> But I was like, just just had launched and I was trying to get the word out. And so I'd sent a press release to the local newspaper and, and here's my, my article. Oh, I um, love it. That ran in the local paper, right? So <laughs> I was so excited, but it was just this tiny, tiny newspaper in Loveland. But what was cool about it was that it got picked up. Like it was just this, you know, press release I sent to the local small town newspaper and then babygaga.com picked it up and then the Denver Post picked it up. I saw this huge spike in downloads when the Denver Post picked picked it up and for for a newbie app that was getting like a handful of downloads it was like huge for me. And then um then the father's rights movement picked it up all from mm. this one article in the, yeah. in the in this tiny newspaper. And so I just did a live interview on the father's rights movement facebook page two nights ago wow from this article that that ran like i don't know a month ago and they have like six hundred thousand followers i was talking to my demographic it was huge for me and um so that was my that's my tip today is 
is writing a press release. Um, and then just this one little tiny thing can kind of snowball into something bigger and uh, more awareness. I've heard so many stories like that, Bianca. Like it's just, you started so locally, right? You didn't think it's like, hey, my local newspaper of 70,000 people. And then it just like snowballs into something else, which I know I'm sure we'll put it in the universe in a month or two, you know, there'll be national coverage just because I've seen it happen, which just goes, it goes up and up and up and up, 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 up and up. And so I love, and plus the messaging, you, you understand the messaging, you understand the features too. So I can totally see that happening as well. Well, what was cool is that the press release, I actually, my former life was in news reporting. So I had yeah. actually, yeah. So I, was given press releases by my news director and said, hey, go cover this, you know? So I kind of knew a little bit about like how to write a press release. It's like, get some attention, don't be boring, right? Like mm -hmm. think something that catches their eye. And so, so that's what I did, you know? I was just like, just really tried to think about what's gonna make this press release stand apart from all the other ones that come through the door. How did you lead with it? Is, is it the, the headline that is the most valuable thing? Like, how would you, so for people who want to get press right now that are watching or listening in the future, what kind of tips would, where do we start? Yeah, it was kind of, it really was just an email. Uh, it was just an email. So in the subject line, I said something like, uh, it wasn't, it wasn't too, um, I don't know, attention grabbing, but it was like local mom creates app to bring the peace back to co-parenting. Um, mm was like the whole local angle because it was in Loveland where I live. So I'm like, I'm gonna play up that angle. But really the then that when the press release body of the text started, the first thing I said was, Oops. it was, I, I don't know if I can say this on your live stream, but it was go F yourself was, oh. <laughs> was the first thing I said. It was like, go F yourself were a few choice words that inspired one mother to create Peaceful Parent Messenger. I love it. And it was like, Oh, they don't see that every day. I'll tell you that. So um, I don't know if that was it or not, but I think it's just like throwing stuff at the wall and seeing what sticks. And for me, this this was like really exciting that that it did kind of just create so much attention. Look at this. Yeah, hey, it's still up there. They did a photo shoot. They do a photo shoot? They came they out? They did. They came out to my house. It just was crazy. It was just all happened in one day. Yeah, and, I like uh, it. Yeah, it was really cool. I, I was so new. I hardly had any users to like, <laughs> to have them call to be like, hey, what do you think of the app? It was, but it didn't matter. I, I was like so nervous and I just, but uh, anyway, it's so cool. And I'm so happy to share it with everybody else because sometimes I think it's, it's hard to send press releases out to the media because you're like, oh, I don't know. I've never done this before, but do it. It could be so worth it. Well, I like a couple of angles and we're putting together a press release for a client of ours and the the local angle, obviously, because you're like, okay, it makes such a huge difference. The other one is that it was different. Go F yourself like that. It's like, what? You know, you don't hear that. I heard somebody else was like, who sent the press or an email to one of the editors and said, not porn. Right. And he, it was, that was the messaging that got across for him to get an open. Do you remember like the subject line that you put in? Was it like local mom? Yeah, it was the local mom creates okay. creates app. Um, oh, what else was I going to tell you? You were, oh, I forgot my train of thought. Okay, but. well, as you think about that, I'll, I'll give you some comments that 
have been coming in. Hey, Bianca, you know, Johan, you've been seeing him in the comments. Sounds like a great app. I think the design, he said design could use a little bit of work. If you want to contact me, you can do that. And here's a, if you need a great link to an cheap design team. So people are helping you out there. Joe's got some feedback for you. The media logo seems like a big selling point, but they are getting overshadowed by being contained within the iPhone frame. So. Okay, good, good feedback. Thank you so much. Yeah, excellent. And Johan, yeah, I'll definitely be in touch. And then he said, I would try redesign the screen so the media logos have more hierarchy. Yeah, I think you, I think you can pull it out and just have it by themselves, right? The Denver Post, I like that. And I'm sure you can do an update now that you get more and more media coverage as well. Uh, but awesome story, Bianca, Joe says. And then Thanks, Johan Joe. says, be a very inspiring story, Bianca. You're really cool. <laughs> Thanks, Johan. Yeah. Did you remember what you were trying to say? No. <laughs> <laughs> no, I didn't. Um, well, I've got there. Totally there, gone. There's some questions too as you think about it. The Steve Majors asks, I'm looking for new developers to finish my app. What are the top three dev groups do you suggest there are that are outside the US? Steve, you know, B7 Dev, you know, I've worked with time for like ever since I started this podcast, so eight plus years ago. And he's a great team, very affordable, great guy to work with. So check check him out. It's be the number seven dev.com. Bianca's using them as well. And so mm -hmm. I would check them out. But I don't, I mean, I don't know what you're gonna find in like groups. You might be able to find a freelancer, but I prefer to just find a just somebody that somebody else has worked with too. Okay. That's great, Bianca. What are your plans for this app? Like, what are you thinking about from a pricing perspective, from a subscription perspective? Anything you want to share there? Yeah. So, so pricing, uh, it's going to be competitive with with some of the other apps that are out there, but it'll probably be. Um, for annual subscription, it'll be around 60 a year. Mm -hmm. And then the monthly will be around, I don't know, eight or $9 just to incentivize people to pick up the annual subscription. Um, and then this year, I'm actually thinking of starting a podcast with one of the people that I've been able to partner with, um, the High Conflict Institute. Um, they, Peaceful Parent was actually mentioned in their latest book called, um, it's like BIF for co-parents. The BIF stands for Brief, Informative, Friendly, and Firm. And so it's just like, it's just a way to respond to your co-parent. And um, so we were just kind of in the beginning talks about starting a podcast and centering it around co-parenting and a better way um, of communicating and centering around the children. So I really hope that happens and, and I'll keep you posted. So that's something. Yeah, go ahead. Sorry. Oh, it's just another way to get the word out of, but, yeah. about the app, but also speak about something I'm super passionate about, which is this topic. Yeah, I love it. I think I look. I think I'm a big fan of podcasts, so I, I hope you do it. The we just published a podcast episode this past Tuesday with Dan, where he talks about how he sort of built out everything from just the app alone, and now he does live events. His is around marriage and sex. And more not like raunchy, but like more intimacy. And he has a podcast. What he's been able to do with the podcast too is connect with influencers who then hopefully he's built up a relationship to promote the app, whether it's an affiliate deal. He, he goes into detail, but I really loved it because it was just a guy, like an indie developer. He has his own development agency, but he was talking about how he's using influencer marketing and affiliate marketing, and then how an app really turned into a media company, which I can totally see you doing too, because that's your background anyways, Bianca. <laughs> yeah, I thought of what I was gonna say. <laughs> can, I, can I input it? Yeah, can I, please. Can I say it? Okay, please. so 
really was that the press release just told me that people cared about it. Mm. You know, people cared about the topic and it was like if this one little article was picked up, it was newsworthy, you know? So it's like, just, I guess for, you know, everybody that's listening and they have an app and they're trying to get the word out, you never know like who's going to pick it up or who's going to find it interesting and what it could lead to. So um, that was very exciting. Yeah. Well, congratulations. I really love the peace angle and I think you hit on a nerve there and it shows and that's why they were able to, they picked it up and everything else. So congratulations, Bianca. If the, the app here, let me pull it up again. Whoops. It's called Peaceful Parent Messenger. So just for search for that in the app stores. If the audience wants to follow up with you, Bianca, and be inspired and reach out to you for any press type of tips, do you want to send them anywhere else? Um, yeah, peacefulparentapp.com, peacefulparentapp.com. And then um, my email is bianca at peacefulparentapp.com. All right. Well, I will make sure we put that into the YouTube description as well after this episode. Bianca, congratulations so happy for you. I'm so glad we got to actually do this and see each other in person. And I look forward to hearing more. So please let me know as new developments happen. Maybe we can do a full episode on the success of the app as well. Thank you so much, Steve. All right. Let's go into some of the questions that you guys have for me. Matthew says, any idea how to promote an, an app that appraises silver and gold? Scrap. Matthew, I would say, listen to that podcast episode because for a niche app like this, we tried different angles. You might, if there's no traffic volume from ASO perspective, then really think about influencer marketing. I really love that episode because it's influencer marketing on an indie budget and look at Facebook ads. I mean, because ASO will only get you so far and if people aren't searching for an app like yours, you're gonna need influencer marketing too. Okay, so I would recommend that. And I do want to say hi to Romaine. What's happening, brother? Johan said, hey, Steve, how, how's it going with your sleep app? Johan, thank you for asking and thank you for remembering. But we are going to do a YouTube live stream in a couple of weeks where I will dissect everything that what Rudy kind of just did for us. I'm going to do the same for you guys with my sleep app, tell you what kind of things I've been running, what the revenues are, and then you will see some of the things I'm doing from a subscription perspective. So pay attention, you know, like, there are things that I try to keep hidden to my vest, but like obviously you can check out my app and see what I'm trying to do on the subscription side and see what is working from that side as well. Do, 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 do. Okay, cool. I think I'm good with the comments. If I missed your question, please put it then in there as well. But let's bring on our next guest, Neele. What's happening, brother? Hi. All right, let me pull up your app. Tell us a little bit about your app. We, you and I actually talked and we did a little, like a podcast interview podcast, about yeah. this app too. So I developed this app and while I was in college uh, doing my BTEC. You so still in college? Initially, like you're still in college. No, I graduated last okay. in 2018. <laughs> Close. Yeah. So um, while developing the app, I was just like newbie in this development phase. So initially the app was not getting much download. My friends used to download and then uninstall it because it was nothing different. Then I started looking for for different features. So few things I added like uh, radio streaming, um, ringtone cutter, video player in all this uh, one app. Mm. Then I also came across uh, uh, putting uh, icons in the descriptions to make it attractive. 
Did you do any A-B tests off that, Neely? Or was it just like, hey, I put these icons, these emojis into the description and I saw, did you see any difference in terms of numbers? Were you A-B testing that? No, it doesn't affect that much. But it looks good. Okay. (laughs) Yeah. All right. So I was also doing uh, store listing experiments. So we can do store listing experiments with different keywords and descriptions. So uh, I keep on changing the keywords that I I think that can be used or in, I think that can bring more downloads. Like uh, for some keywords, if you use the wrong word, it can also have some traction. So I use those things like for music. Sorry. Yeah, go on. No, like, like what keywords? Like for music, I am um, you, I see those kind of thing, uh, spelling mistakes that oh, also got it, brings got it. downloads. Then I also um, uh, share, used to share my app with uh, in Reddit, subreddit, like uh, app hookup, uh, startup alone, and um, alpha beta testers. And there is a subreddit called uh, startup, r slash startup. Mm. Over there, we can share the app and from there also, we can get download with app hookup. Uh, the only thing is they required to have a um, promo code to be shared with the users. Yeah, I couldn't. You know, I try to do this too, Neely. I couldn't get people. I couldn't post. Maybe my karma points suck right here, fifteen. But like, I couldn't post myself. How did you figure out a way to? Do you maybe you just have better karma points. No, what I used to, I was doing is like uh, making a pricing and then arrow with a free. So yeah, I get that, um, but you can't like can you create a post even though you don't have enough karma points or you can does it does it not matter? Can you be any ready? No. For karma points, I sub went to subreddit called PewDiePie. From there, uh, I post a meme. If the meme goes um, hits the audience, then you will get like one or two K karma in a day or two days. Uh, okay. Like that. So from there I got the karma. Like 1.2k, I got kar- karma nice. from there only. All right. Good. Well, good thing I asked. <laughs> All right. Yeah. I like it. And then you said the other one was startup. And what were you posting on? Well, app hookup is sort of like app advice, everyone. Yeah. You know, it's it's sort of like, what's the promo? So for you, what was the promo? Because yours, yours is a completely free app. So what did you say was the promo? Yeah. My app was having ad. So I put a promo code. And when the user put the add um, promo code, the ad will be gone. Mm, so it was a remove ad type of thing. Yeah. Got it. I like it, man. What were, did, were you able to track the downloads or you just were like, hey, I saw a bump every time I posted in these Reddit groups? Yeah, I got the downloads. Like a uh, few of my posts got uh, 20 or 30 uh, upwards. Nice. Nice. Did you, all right, Neelay, you, maybe you tell me privately, but did you do anything to drive more upvotes? On Reddit, uh, I shared in Facebook and uh, other communities. Okay, all right, that's it. <laughs> there are sites that you can buy upvotes on Reddit and product and all that stuff. That's the only reason why I ask. Okay, yeah, interesting, man. And you actually did some stuff on Quora, which is kind of interesting because it's a music app. And I, I get it; it's you know universal music. But how were you able to drive downloads using Quora? Yeah, uh, for selling any anything. Uh, we need to sell our story. So what I did is like, uh, I put the story 
and i also give um, what the user wants what um, is my experience how i did it and mm. so i shared it with the users uh, how i was able to like um, posting in facebook and i was shared in quora with the with sharing in quora it's like if you spam too much they will ban you directly <laughs> right so uh, it's bit hard uh, so i prefer uh, putting on my profile uh, about the app and then share about the app so that the user who are willing uh, who like the app they will go directly to the my profile and uh, from my profile they can go to my app link i like it were you able to track at all yeah okay what are you using for tracking like bitly or something else no i'm not able to track anything uh, but i can see the the difference in the downloads got it got it got it that's amazing that's amazing and you are you able to i mean you put the number in i know what the numbers are but you'll be able to share like how many downloads you're able to drive with this app yeah currently i'm having just a second i am having 51k downloads nice man congratulations this is just but something it, it will still take time to uh, update in the app store i guess hmm. I like it, man. I like it. What what would be the key takeaway? I mean, if we had to pick between Quora, Reddit, would you say, hey, I would start with obviously some ASO and then go on to these platforms to drive some more downloads? Yeah, sure. Preferably, uh, I prefer uh, Reddit over Quora. Yeah. What are you doing on our startups? Being like, hey, check out my app. No, I share uh, app ideas uh, and ask the other startup my for my feedback. So, um, so through it's a it's kind of indirect way of asking for feedback, downloads. Got it. Got it. like, hey guys, I've got an app idea for this. It's a music app. I'd love to get your feedback. What you know? What can I do? Yeah. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. Nice man. Okay, it's a great strategy, Nile. You know, yeah. in the in the comments, you said great technique for karma. That's the one I literally love. I got to go into dad jokes, come up with my own, go get some karma points through there. The app hookup, I've heard lots of great things from other developers. I just haven't figured out what to do with my karma points, but because you were sharing how to get free karma points and were you able to get some karma points just using this too? Like startup, does that help at all? Do you understand? I don't understand Reddit. I'm too old for this. No, stuff. for a startup, you have to share some meme. Only memes get a much down upvote and you can through that only you can get karma. Okay, I like it. All right. And do you try to tie and the memes into like your app or is it just any funny memes that you come up with? Any funny meme. Okay. I like it. I like it. All right. That's awesome, man. So, the app is called Free Music Player. Anything you also want to add, Nile? I forgot about Yeah, that's it. Um, Think about it. I I will I'll answer some questions if while you think about it too. Yeah, sure. Uh, got a question, Steve, if you do Facebook ads, what about this app, for example, would you rather specialize to a specific target or broader audience? Now, I'm not sure which app, but I would say there's a lot of thoughts on this. Some from podcast guests have said, go with the broader audience because then you're really gonna figure out, can this app scale? 
because eventually you're going to have to scale it up. Now, if it's a very niche app, let's say this music player, I'll go broad audience because that's eventually how you're going to scale up. But if it's like Bianca's app or maybe even Rudy's app, I might start super niche because obviously it's for a niche audience, right? And so it really depends on the type of app to really get it through. But if you got a game, if you got something that's going to really be attractive to the general population, start broader because then it helps you figure out if you can scale later on. Okay. And then we say, what's up, Parav? You're late, brother, but I'm glad you're here. And then Mr. Zigabadud, <laughs> he says, what's up? So welcome, man. All right, Neely. Well, this was great, man. Anything else that you want to add while you, I gave you some time? Yeah. Uh, for test, uh, for putting the profile picture for the app and screenshot, you can put the keywords uh, as the name of the profile pictures so like uh, while uploading the screenshot hello yeah when you put uh, upload the pictures uh, of the screenshot now yeah so we we can name it the pictures with the specific keywords mm. so so with aso and seo what happens like uh, with the picture also uh, they can get uh, traction yeah, I like it. It's a very old SE. I didn't know. Did you see an, an impact at all with your yeah, keywords? Yeah, a little bit. That? Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, it is an old SEO strategy where you you name your images the keywords that you want to target. So I'm going to assume that this might be like free music player or something like that. Let's see what happens when I hit this. Nah, it doesn't happen. But you know, this might be like free music player or radio. Yeah. What other keywords are you going after? radio music player, video player, vi music recorder. So that's what you're saying. Yeah. Hey, name your screenshots when you upload it, name with it with the keywords that you want to target. Yeah. That's awesome, man. I like that. I like the tip. Uh, let me let me inspect this. Let's see what Google has in here because they do rename it after a while. But very cool, very cool tips. Cool. Eli, congratulations, man. Yeah, thanks, man. And then how are the ads doing from that perspective? How's the ad revenue? No, currently I'm changing the ad uh, from AdMob to uh, Facebook ads. Okay. Any reason why? I did some rookie mistake. What's that? So my AdMob account got suspended. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, yeah, you just sort of forced to move. All right. Yeah. Uh, we got a question. What are common parameters for an optimized ad campaign? Duration, costs? Honestly, the uh, most the best ad campaign obviously you're going to look at roi and all that junk but is this ad campaign bringing me the best subscribers okay i've got an interview coming up to next tuesday for on the podcast where we talk about retargeting and mike oomph, mike who made oomph, we we shared it on a youtube live stream but he was talking about retargeting his trial users on Facebook and he's seeing tremendous results. And so what, I, how I would answer this is obviously in the beginning, you're going to optimize for that install because you're just starting out. You want to get the cheapest install, but then as you move towards building a profitable business, you want to optimize for the event. And that event is whatever you want people to do, whether it's, you know, follow three people, if your social media app or subscribe is an easy one, but that's what you eventually want to get to is optimizing for the event. But in the beginning, you want to optimize for the install. And then how is the Facebook audience network? Do you have any experience in that? You know? Yeah, currently with Facebook, uh, I'm not able to get much uh, 
audience with reddit and quora there you can get much audience yeah yeah i think it's just all about because, honestly too yeah right? actually most of I the hate, I mean, stupid answer it's like yes, testing 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 you know what i mean yeah yeah cool sorry sorry to interrupt all right i'm gonna bring back bianca left too early bianca if you're hearing this you left too early i wanted to get a little screenshot of all four of us onto this rudy thank you so much for coming on my friend Congratulations. I look forward to seeing those emails and even a bigger success, maybe going independent in 2021. So think about subscription, man. Think about playing around with the price points too. Maybe going higher. I like that 499 actually for the for everything. Maybe might be interesting. I will probably first raise prices and then go subscription because I said I don't like them. So <laughs> you think, what, are you, what are you what are your big goals for 2021, too? With this? I'm going to publish another app actually. Yeah? What's the app yeah, called? I'm working. Uh, it's named Angel SOS. What's it called? So it's it's a it's a safety app, Angel SOS. I'm I have to work on the name also. Awesome, man. Well, guys, thank you guys so much for coming on and doing this. I'm so honored to have you guys here. So honored to see you guys in the comments as well. Congrats on all your success, Rudy. Man, what is it? Ninety-two percent. Nearly fifty thousand downloads, man. Ninety-two. Next time, it's gonna be like five, two hundred, three. <laughs> I'm sure. Thank uh, you for having us, Bianca. It's like the universe heard me. Say, Bianca, come back. <laughs> you came back. Ah. <laughs> I just want to say congrats and thank you so much for coming on. I look forward to hearing from all of everybody, especially everybody that's in the comments or just watching this later on. Congrats. I love this community. And maybe we do this more often every quarter or so forth, but congrats and thank you guys so much for coming on. Thank you, Steve. Thank you. Really appreciate you. Thank you. Yeah. All right. All right. So, oh, you look, let's end it with a joke. Since you guys are here, hey, I need you guys to laugh, okay? Just fake laugh if you think it's all funny right. or not, all right? Here's a joke. <laughs> Have you guys heard of ninja dinosaurs? No. Nope. Called... <laughs> Thanks, Bianca. <laughs> you heard about ninja authority. <laughs> They're called Neversaurus. Never saw us. I think I screwed it up. <laughs> all right, all right. <laughs> By the way, here's a tip. We just saw this. My wife and I were going crazy last night. Just listen. Alexa has a bunch of jokes. And so you can say, Alexa, tell me a ninja joke. And that's the joke that she told. It was like, we're dying doing that. But anyways, thank you guys for coming on. Next week, we got a guest on and then also on youtube we're going to be doing a free you know i talked about this end of last year a free aso course that gives you the inside look on how i approach aso it's gonna be completely free i've already recorded a bunch of videos so it's going to come up so the first one's coming up next wednesday and then just gonna be part one part two part three it's gonna be a seven part series just really diving into how i handle aso so you're gonna see that soon as well and if you got any requests for me in terms of information just leave a comment below bianca neelay Rudy, thank you guys. Congrats on all the success. I look forward to seeing future success in 2021. Thanks so much Bye. for everything you thank do, you. Steve. Thanks for listening to the App Masters podcast. For show notes and amazing app marketing content, check out appmasters.co.